back to the New York Sports Exchange, episode number 116. It's been a while. It's... <laughs> a lot um, of extracurricular factors, but we're finally back. We did have an episode, and then it never picked up Tim's audio. So that's uh, that's where we're at. That's where we're at right now. Uh, the struggle continues. Back. <laughs> yes, the saga continues. Uh, Rangers, Texas Rangers. One win away from the from winning the World Series. They have a chance to clinch it tonight. The disaster that was the giant jet game. That was uh that was fun. No, it wasn't. That was well, the last like minute and thirty seconds was a roller coaster of emotions for me, but that game was horrendous. I mean, it's just a football fan standpoint, that was horrendous. That was just classic New York football at its finest. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know what to say. Like that was just like disgusting. It was disgusting. Get rid of the turf. How many injuries do you need before we get rid of this turf? Um, they're saving. I'm gonna say till after the next World Cup because that's why they have it. They have it because so they I- can maintain it for like yeah, for like concerts and stuff. It's cheaper to maintain than grass over winter and and stuff like that. Yeah. They're, yeah, because they're so stupid. likely to host the World Cup final when the World Cup comes to North America. I think that's the rumor. I don't know if that's like confirmed yet. Uh, we are going to recap week eight. Josh McDaniels fired giant legend Antonio Pierce named the interim head coach. I did not even see. I did not even know he was the linebackers coach of the Raiders. I thought he was still at Arizona State. That was wild. So they fire. Their head coach, Josh McDaniels, they fired their GM. They fired their offensive coordinator. Devontae Adams remains a Raider. Question, question mark, though, going forward for this team is I I just want to I want to touch with the Raiders real quick because they're such a dumpster fire, dumpster fire stand like they they're benching Garoppolo now. What, what, yeah. is, what is their plan moving forward? What can they do? What what can I they think, possibly do? I feel like this is more of a uh, the Colts situation last year where, you know, hopes were high, you know, new quarterback, second year under McDaniels, just see, they, I, I wasn't, I mean, I know the Colts were favored to win their division last year. This is a far less case than that because, you know, the AFC West is highly competitive, but this reminds me of Jeff Saturday and the Colts. I feel like they're kind of, I feel like uh, Mark Davis is kind of just packing it in and just saying like, you know what, whatever happens, happens. We get a high draft pick someone to build around, see what happens. Maybe if Aiden O'Connell does good, maybe they can build around him. Who knows? We'll see. But not not a good not a good day to be in uh, Raider land right now. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, we will give our predictions for Week 9 as well. Uh, Chase Young also traded to the Niners, reunited with Nick Bosa, and Montez Sweat traded to... The Bears, Leonard Williams to the Seahawks. Giants are packing it in. Embrace the tank, baby. Embrace the tank. Uh, the what top a turnaround. Four. Yeah. The top four. I mean, just the, the first... the, before we even get to that, Stan, I, I hate to but okay. I hate to just, but you got to, the expectations going into this year. I mean, what, what you, you pay Daniel I Jones. Have, this is why I have little to I no just... expectations for the Giants every year. Every year that I go in with high expectations for the Giants, they always let me down. Always let me down. Last year, went in with little to no expectation, little to no expectations at all. 
they make the playoffs. They they shock the world. This year, high expectations. They do horrible, and that's the nature of that, things. That, that's, that's what, what being a New York. Yeah. That's what being a New York sports fan is. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, top four has been revealed for the first college football playoff rankings. We also give our picks for college football week ten. The NBA, the Knicks take down Tim's Cavs, a banged up Cavs. You wanted me to say that, I did. You have because so you have to mention when you have two starters out and and your best bench three. player, your sixth uh, man. Yeah, three pretty much. Yeah, I mean, how are you going to win um, a basketball game? And Donovan Mitchell's kind of restricted. He's playing with an injured uh, yeah. hamstring, so he was questionable going into the game. Uh, yeah. Knicks do take on the Cavs tonight. The Rangers look like the best team on earth. The New York Rangers look like the best team on earth right now. This is after that Nashville game. I was like, "Oh, this is bad." They sweep a West Coast trip. I know the Oilers didn't have McDavid, but still, going five and zero on the West Coast is huge. So, what's their record now? Are they five two and two. Uh, I think they're on. T- I know they're on top of the Metro. I don't know their record exactly, but they are seven two and zero. Hey, with fourteen points, taking on the Hurricanes next week. Um, we will go around the NHL with that. And finally, was there ever a doubt? Cooper Flag, Duke Blue Devil. Was there ever a doubt? Nobody ever had a doubt. There was no doubt. That kid screamed Duke since I discovered him when he was 16 years old. <laughs> that kid was a Duke Blue Devil since 2021. And I know it. Another John Shire recruiting masterclass. College basketball starts Monday. I'm so excited. We are less than a hundred and I had it, then I lost it. I just need to remember what time I sent this text. Eleven, twelve, one, two, three, four. Uh hundred fourteen, thirteen, twelve, eleven, hundred and nine hours until Oregon and Georgia. <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> counting there, Stan. <laughs> yes. Uh not a math major for a reason. Okay. So let's just dive right into it. <laughs> The Texas Rangers, one win away from going to the war, going to the World Series, winning the World Series. Tim, you you, you called it. I didn't have a winning, but I had him here. Um, oh, you, you winning, yeah, yeah. But but again, yeah, this team can hit. I like like we saw last night. You put up eleven runs in three innings. You're putting a team in Arizona. They're, they're in Arizona first of all, which is just deflating for the crowd. Deflating for the Diamondbacks. I know they kind of storm back towards the end when it finished like eleven seven. They had a big ninth, but I don't know. They look flat. I, this Diamondbacks team looks dead. It, it looks all and Adolis Garcia is out now too, and Max Scherzer. They're, they've been removed yes. from the World Series roster. You know, we, so, we were supposed. So <laughs> I hate to say this, Tim, but we were supposed to record yesterday before the before uh, game four, and Tim uh, had. Uh, <laughs> I don't even. Don't, don't even. It would, don't even don't, want to talk about it. It was a horrible night. Don't yeah, eat friendlies. That, that's a horrible night. <laughs> Don't eat friendlies. But uh, I was concerned for the Rangers, where Adolis Garcia is the best hitter in the world. He's off the roster. He's probably not going to play in the World Series for the. Probably not going to play for the rest of the series. And I was worried, but then this offense is just a juggernaut. Corey Seager is likely going to. Corey Seager is likely going to win the MVP of this. I- I, I mean, be he's, he keeps doing it. These home runs he's hitting are just, they're clutch, they're pimps. He's, 
they're all over the place. This team is, and they, they've had, a, I've been saying it, I'll keep saying it, they have a loaded lineup, they'll hit you dead. And that's exactly what they're doing to the Diamondbacks right now. It's exactly what they're doing. I know we have our shortstop of the future in Anthony Volpe, but my God, Corey Seager could have been a Yankee. Oh, you guys would I have been so much better. I could name about 30 different people that have hit home, that have done well this postseason. And could have been a Yankee. <laughs> you know how good they would have been if he was on that team? So good. And I know the Yankees are, had preliminary talks with Juan Soto, but we're going to get Kevin Kiermaier as a stopgap stop center fielder uh, until uh, Dominguez comes back. So we're going to build through the kids. The kids hey. and judge. That, that's all we're building through. I wouldn't Jeff be, Williams. I'd be Let's fine. go Mets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Who is it? Where did you get it? Was, it, was he a part of the Verlander trade? I think I think I like he was. Kid. Yeah, he won. Like, uh, did yeah. he win minor league player of the year? He Something plays like that. I saw like an interview cool. with him. He is great attitude. Yeah, and I saw he, an interview uh, with him. I like. Yeah, him. he said he was going to be on the team next year. Like he wants to help out any way he can. What position is know. he? Is he an outfielder? Second base, third base, outfield, shortstop too. Oh God. Yeah, dude, this guy. He's a stud. Just wondering what his uh, what his Frank the Tank nickname is going to be <laughs> if he goes over four four strikeouts. Yeah. Um, oh, the Mets. Yeah, the Mets drafted him. They drafted him. Oh yeah, first round, twenty twenty two, first round, fourteenth uh, overall. This oh, guy's wow. a stud. Out of high school, or did he, or did he play in college? Uh, I think out of high school. Oh shit! Because he fan. is. Yeah, yeah, he's younger than me. <laughs> he's nineteen. Jesus. Oh, it's on the God. Binghamton Rumble. That's crazy. That's He's five six, one seventy five. I love this kid. All right, well, got another yeah. Altuve. So, uh, game prediction tonight: uh, Nate Evaldi on the mound for the Rangers, Zach Gallen on the mound for the Red Sox. The Rangers are undefeated on the road this postseason. I say the Rangers get it done. Yeah, I I, my- Gallen Gallen has been terrible. Has been terrible this yeah. postseason. And I, I think the only game where he stepped up was Game Seven against Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been so inconsistent, and Avaldi's been good. Avaldi's shown up in the playoffs. The only time he had, I mean, he's shown up. He he's a playoff guy. Just realized that. Did Gallon even pitch Game Seven against Philly? I feel like he didn't. No, he didn't. He pitched Game Six, didn't he? No. Well, he started Game One, so he probably did Game Five. He probably lost. He... Yeah, they lost Game Five. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I'm right. I think. Oh yeah, Gallon. Yeah, he got shelled. Although we did throw six innings, so he did all right, but didn't really, uh, didn't really have the best, uh, the best of games. But yeah, I think this offense is too much. Plus, why are you doing bullpen games in Game Four of the World Series? That's just disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. That, that's just that's disgusting. And the I'm fact that you fan. go to Miguel Castro, you, the fact that you keep that's my thing. The fact that you keep Joe Mantiply out there against Josh Young, who like rakes against lefties like 180 OPS plus against lefties at this postseason and then then you bring in Miguel Castro against a bunch of righties that hit well against right I don't know just didn't make sense to me I feel like that was just like a postseason error from Tori Tori Lovello so you live and you learn but I think the Rangers get this done I think they're hoisting up the commissioner's trophy nets is it called the commissioner's trophy or am I thinking that? No, yeah, it is called the Commissioner's Trophy. They're lifting up the Commissioner's Trophy tonight. That's what I think. I'm with you. I 100%. I mean, you know I'm with you. I've been pulling for him this whole postseason. Yeah. You've been pulling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. 
Hey, the, this is the last time I went. What? Last time I went to World Series was 2011. They didn't win. So when's the last time they won one? It was. Did they go back to back? 2010, they lost to. San they lost to Saint. They. Yeah. 2010, they lost to San Francisco. 2011, they lost to St. Louis. Yep. Yeah. What see what do? happens when you uh, spend millions of dollars. I know it didn't work for the Padres, but. Well, if Josh Hamilton was around and wasn't dealing with a little bit of ugh back then, they could have yeah, yeah, yeah. won. <laughs> Redacted. Redacted. All right. Whatever. Uh, to football. One of the worst football games I think I've ever watched. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, baby. Let's go. I'll take a win any way we can. I can't believe Graham Gano still has a job. Okay. Here's the thing with Graham Gano. And Graham Gano, he, he's claiming that he's hurt. He's getting surgery on his left knee in the offseason. So then cut why him now. Why is he kicking? Yeah, well, that doesn't make any he, sense. Oh, I know why he's still kicking, because they just extended him. And they don't want to waste all that money. They just extend... Oh, my God. Everything's, gonna, everything's going wrong. <laughs> everything's like Greg going the leg, wrong. Greg the leg's out there. He's like 65 years old, just punching him down in every single time. And every time Gano's out there, I'm like, he ain't making this. He looks so, un- he looks so uncomfortable. My first bone to pick with, and it is not to the fault of Tommy DeVito. Because play he, calling. He was put in a in a very questionable situation. But they didn't even give him a shot. They didn't even let they him throw the it. ball once. They, they didn't did give it. him a chance. They didn't. I like I don't understand I don't understand like putting him out there. He is an NFL quarterback. I don't like he is more than capable of throwing the football and the play calling the decision making it was just pathetic it was it was like i was watching you were almost better off running the wing tee in a high school football game and just handing it <laughs> off the thing that baffles me though is the thing that baffles me you're running the ball all second half with De, with devito under center you win the coin toss and you elect to receive and then you decide to start to throw and, and it, when at he's, that point, when he's throwing, just... he's not even looking at a receiver. He's just automatically checking down to Saquon. It was a, I mean, you knew when it got to overtime that the Giants they just couldn't move the ball. They couldn't move the ball. And I know the run game initially when Devito got was you know successful because Jets no idea what Devito is. You, you know you can't scheme for a guy like that. You're not prepared. Whatever. They but just he's amid- been on the, my thing. I is, get it. I get it. But then the Jets the last two weeks. You're, you're telling me he, like, just wasn't prepared or, like, the coaching staff, like, wasn't preparing him? Because I just, we know Tyrod Taylor's injury-prone. Tyrod Taylor is injury-prone <laughs> on and off the field. For God's sakes, a doctor stabbed him in the lung and brought and that's what brought us to Justin Herbert. But listen, well, I just, how is he not prepared to play this game? I get it. I get it. I understand what you're saying. But, like, the, the thing is, they, they've been... They've been switching up schemes all year. This Daniel Jones scheme initially didn't work out, obviously. So they're moving stuff around. They moved it to Tyrod Taylor's semi-playbook that they're somewhat adjusting but to get then, the ball a lot quicker. But, but you, I, I, I get to say, but, but DeVito's throw, even when they did let him throw the ball, he wasn't throwing it well. I mean, he wasn't moving. So obviously, they knew something. They knew something. He, did, he wasn't even trying to. And unless, unless, someone, unless someone on the sideline was like, listen. Like, listen, only check the ball down. We're game managing. It's a close game. We're just going to try and win this, like, purely off defense, purely off the run game. Then it's not on him. But you're second and 20 in your own. Second and 20 in your own, like, five-yard line. You got to move the football. A a two-yard check down is not going to do anything. 
if I were if I were the Giants, honest to God, with the way the defense was playing, I would have deferred. And gave yeah, I would have been like, like, I would have yeah, exactly. Shoes and said the same thing. I would have deferred and gave the Jets the ball with how well the defense was playing and how non-existent and how that offense was. The Jets the last, offense like, was. Seconds, Cave, uh, the only good takeaway I got from from the Giant game, Kayvon Thibodeau is a stud. He is a stud. Yeah. And I know the Jets offensive game. line is bad, but he is having a phenomenal year. Assholes like Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> they don't. They have no they... idea what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> you were listening to him on Monday? Oh, or Tuesday? I was. Oh, I was. <laughs> I was tuned in. I was tuned in. Oh, God. I, well, like, you're an idiot. You're an I... idiot. Kayvon, what? Kayvon's third in the league in sacks, eight and a half. Um, he's in the same, like, if, we're, if we're hypothetically speaking here, sacks-wise, he's in the same class as Miles Garrett and TJ Watt and... Uh, yeah. What's his name on the Vikings? Uh, Daniel Hunter. So, yeah. he's one of the league's best. Yeah. I would just like to see some results. That defense maybe get a little... Help him get some wins on the board. The secondary's, you know, young. Dory Jackson, a hell of a guy, hell of a game. What a what a pi! What was he's he so thinking? Bad. He's so bad. He's so bad. But I'm. I mean, I like what I said. Like I know Deontay Banks had a tough assignment. I know he was used to guarding Garrett Wilson when he was at Maryland. You know, Garrett, Maryland, Ohio State, same conference. But ugh. that Garrett Wilson toe tap was gorgeous. That was that sideline nice. catch. He's I a just, stud. Yeah, but shout out Tommy DeVito, Don Bosco Pratt, tough guy Tommy. Yeah, I sent you, I sent you that speech, right? Yeah, and I was I peeped it. Shout out! I want to get I want to get that guy on. I want to get Greg Cole on the podcast. I'd love to talk to that man, get him fired up. But uh, I want to say oh. shout out Quincy Williams. My favorite favorite play of the game is just standing there, jumping up, screaming in Saquon's face after they got a stop on third down or something. Just completely taunting him. He's just jumping up and down. I loved it. I love Quincy Williams. I think Quincy Williams is the breakout player of the year. He is completely taking over this league. He had a great game on Sunday. But by God, next week. Next week against the Chargers, Stan, if Big that game. O-line is the same way it is and that offense plays the same way they, they do, we are going to lose. They get, yeah. We're going to lose like 31 to 10. <laughs> they they lose that game. But I do uh, want to mention the Leonard Williams trade. The fact that we got a second-round pick. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All year. I, don't think, literally- I haven't heard his name called once when I'm watching Giants games. Once. The one time I heard, actually no, I heard his name called twice. He got a big sack uh, against the Commanders last. There was a twenty-yard holding but, penalty. <laughs> uh, no, there actually wasn't. And then he, when he fought the entire Bills offense on that Sunday night game, that's really all. That's really all I've heard from him all year. So he's a Seahawk. Much needed defensive line help for uh, Seattle. I don't know how what help he's going to give him, but you know, yeah, him and all Jamal Adams and they get reunited. Go, yes, him and Julian Love reunited. There you go. Yeah, so Seahawks in first place in the uh, NFC West right now. Probably not for long because the 49ers defense just got a whole lot better. Chase Young is a San Francisco 49er. And which means Washington's blowing it up because Montez Sweat got traded to the Bears. That's also a trade I don't understand. Do you know what it reminds me of? What? When Dave Gettleman traded for Leonard Williams, <laughs> yeah, for no that reason. actually, there you go, yeah, 
I was just about to say, I remember when that Giants-Jets trade went down, I was like, what is the point of making this move? It's, you just like, going yeah, to the same but, team. <laughs> I was like, it was cool. Like, yeah, we got a good, like, interior defensive lineman, but, like, what's the point? We're in, like, a rebuild stage. <laughs> like, there was really, like, no point to it. But uh, he was a good giant, Leonard Williams. But uh, um, now, uh, yeah, I don't know what that Chase Young acquisition is just going to be huge. It's just going to no, be another That beefs up a defense about. that was already questioned for the best in the league. You you reunite him and Bosa. I this line, this front, their linebackers, their secondary. This team, this is honestly what they needed. They're in a little bit of a rut right now. Brock Purdy hasn't played the best. The offense is a little banged up. I understand, but don't don't get it twisted. This team is still a favorite to come out of the NFC. This this is a powerhouse, and and they're gonna prove it now. Chase Young and that that D line. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, that was a tough little. Yeah, it's been a rough couple of weeks for San Francisco, man. It's you lose I mean, to. Cincinnati, that's uh, are they on a buy? I believe they're on. A, yeah, they're on a yeah, buy this week. Buy this Maybe, week. Yeah. This is a little this recap. A, they'll get right. They have Jacksonville uh, next week, so that it's definitely an interesting game. But you know, the NFL wants wants us to watch Aiden O'Connell and Zach Wilson on primetime <laughs> television, and not Love you it. know the San Francisco 49ers and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have won five in a row. They're six and two. Trevor Lawrence is doing all this with a sprained knee, and I will. I, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in on the Jags. No, they're good. Uh, Josh Allen, hell of a year. He's second in the league in sacks. I think he's like nine, nine and a half. I thought you were talking Something about like, the quarterback. I was like, what the hell nope, are you talking? Nope, 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 nope. No, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about that DN. They're they're a good team. They got a they got a decent defense. People don't like to talk about it too much, but that offense. Trevor Lawrence throws the best long ball in the league. It's so accurate. Yeah. It's always on point. This guy's a stud. This is the quarterback. He's just a, that game, he, he's just a game manager. I feel like he's... He's a game he's, changer. He's a much he's, better Jared Goff. Am I wrong? Thing. Am here's I wrong with thing. that? He's a much uh, better Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah. But Jared Goff's, not a, Jared Goff's a good game manager. Like, Trevor Lawrence, outstanding game manager. He still makes those mistakes where it's like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have thrown it throwed it to the guy double covered in the end zone and resulted in, in an interception. And, you know, he's still, he's fumbled the ball a lot. It's just that he hasn't lost them. He's been pretty lucky with the fumbles. But doing all this with a sprained left knee, winning five straight, you beat the likes of the Bills, you beat, uh, uh who else did they beat? I'm like. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Don't get it twisted. Pittsburgh's two. a good defense. Yeah. Pittsburgh is a very good defense, especially on their home field, too. They've been stringing up wins, and I'm uh, I'd be uh, I I'd be scared if I drew the Jacksonville Jaguars in January. I I'd be pretty scared. Who do you like more now? Because uh, you know who I'm all in. I, I'm huge on this Ravens team. You're big on Jacksonville. If they match up, that's gonna be an awesome game. I know that that's gonna be an awesome game. Remember, like when I said uh, the Jets were gonna be the best wildcard team, and they were going to face off against the Jags, and I was like, that's just going to be the greatest game ever. Yes. You uh, take it back. I, I mean, I don't take it back, but the next best thing was Jags-Ravens, so I'm like, okay. Now that Rodgers got hurt, so I'm... We're shooting for that. <laughs> we're, we're, shoot, we're shooting for that. Jags-Ravens, just give me something good to cheer for. So, now with the Bengals... The Bengals kind of on the up now. This is where this is the time of the year where they, you know, really step it up, gain that division lead. Are the Ravens in a little bit of trouble here? Because that was 
That was a questionable I, game against Arizona. I know that the score didn't really help it up, but Lamar didn't really have the best game. I know Gus Edwards went off. They really committed to the run. But but that's yeah, here's my thing is is yeah, you could be a little wary, but this Ravens team has won in so many different ways. I mean, they've had bad games from Lamar where their defense has stepped up, or or like you said last week, Gus Edwards had a great week and you know he's performed well. And where Lamar's been an absolute you know, dog throwing for like 300, you know, 300 yards rushing for 100 touchdowns of Mark Andrews. They have so many weapons and they're so confident right now in the way they're playing. They have to be. They're six and two. I honestly, I don't think they're worried about the Bengals. They're back from mind. Unless they're matching up with them, I think this is a team that they're showing, they're playing, Stan, like they own this division. They are playing like this yeah. is their division. This is their division to lose. So um, I'm all in on them. I have been at the beginning of the year. I still keep saying it. Lamar MVP season, he's got to pick it up, but I really do like this team. Uh, shout out to uh, Will Levis. Hell of a game. Yeah, and you know what? Now, now we're we're you know talking about week eight. I, I just want to go down some of these massive injuries with you because we we haven't even uh, talked. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk Cousins tears his Achilles. Sucks, uh, man. Sucks. So they they go out and they trade for Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, what is, they're going to start. A... They're going to start the rookie, and then they're just. I I feel like they're. I feel like this is kind of like a give Dobbs some time. To like you I know just, learn the system, learn the playbook, and then he comes in yeah, the next week. But this is this is uh this is devastating because they got a lot of weapons now. They don't get anyone distributed. <laughs> yeah, with Jefferson going on IR, that's that didn't help. And then now this with Kirk, especially when Jordan Addison was really like kind of coming coming to his own. This I feel bad. It's for just it's fans. it's poor timing. It's poor timing, especially this team. They finally. The defense was, you know, the big problem to start the year. They're finally starting to put it all together, and and yeah, they get hit with, they get with the, probably the worst thing that possibly could have happened in in their season's ends. Um, yeah. this Jets Giants game, how many injuries was there? Because Darren Waller Too went many. out, Tyrod Taylor yeah. went out, he, Al Woods' career gonna, is over. He's miss time. Al Woods is done. Thirty-six year old Al Woods tears his Achilles. He's not. He's done. I mean, that's that's it. Connor McGovern went out with a knee. Wes Switcher, the whole line for the the Jets was pretty much out. This this is this is a tough week for for everyone. I mean, Kenny Pickett got hurt. A lot of guys were leaving yeah, games. He's, Nick uh, Fitzpatrick. He's gonna play. He, I think he's gonna play this week, right? I think so too. I think it might just be a bruised rib. Yeah, but ta- I, uh, oh, it was Tannehill that was ruled out. So Levis is gonna be starting. Stafford um, hurt his thumb. Didn't return to yeah, the game. He might- he might be out. Yeah, this is uh, it. It it happens every year. You just, you just uh never know when where just like everyone gets hurt and everyone's fantasy teams get screwed over. So that's great. Uh, I mean, and Tim. Uh, speaking of fantasy, I don't shut the. <laughs> what a win! What a win for me. Thank thankful oh. for those uh thirty uh, those like five sacks that the Lions defense got in uh. <laughs> In like the last like, two minutes of the game, I don't know why I started Kenneth Walker over Brees Hall. I don't even want to talk about it. I was just so devastated about that week. Yeah, uh, whatever. Happens. Game of inches. Happens. I'll see you in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, uh, moving on. Week nine predictions. So to recap, I went zero and three. <laughs> Tim goes three and zero. So we are uh, in a. I need to update the records. I am 11 I am and 14. Tim, 13, you are 13, 9 13. and 2. Oh. 
God. How are we like going to determine? How are we I have determine? no idea, but I need maybe I'll just run away with it. Thing. Maybe I'll just run away with it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll be the one at uh, <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings at the end of this. We um, both know it's going to somehow be me by week 16, but hey, we're just going <laughs> to... Uh, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. So let's start it off. Thursday night football, Titans, Steelers. Steelers laying the two, favored by two and a half at home. Very low total at 36 and a half. I'm ringing the bell to start it. I'm ringing the bell. Give Taking me the under. under. I'm, give, yep. I'm taking the under 36 and a half. I know Will Levis balled out last week. Uh, that Vikings defense isn't good. We're talking about a Mike Tomlin-led Pittsburgh Steelers defense where you just never know what the I mean, it's the best. De- it's one of the best defensive units in football. Led by TJ Watt. The Steelers, I, they're, yes. They're loaded. And we know that Steelers offense too. Very night and day. I'm... I can I can see this game going like 17-10, 17-13, like something something low scoring like that. So give me the under 36 and a half. Yeah, I mean if I, I'm not I don't have a pick on this game, but that would that would probably be mine. I I just I'm interested to see how Will Levis is going to play. I mean, that's that's really just it for me for this game. I I don't I would love to see the Steelers lose, help the Jets playoff chances a little bit, but but I'm I'm excited to see what he's going to do. See if he can replicate that kind of performance he had week one. I I know the arm talent was there, and that was his big thing. Why he was a first oh, round, yes. uh, you know, projected first round pick. But let let's see if he can keep that up. That'd be exciting for Tennessee fans if he can. All right, next up, we're going to Germany. We're going overseas. The Dolphins at the Chiefs. Chiefs favored by one and a half. Total set at fifty and a half. And I'm ringing the bell again. This is we're going two in a wow. row. Give me the Chiefs minus one and a half. I like this it. This is a low. This is a low spread because of what happened last week. Miami gets a dominating win over New England. Kansas City gets a really rough loss against Denver. When Mahomes has the flu, he wasn't really clicking. I've said this time and time again. The Miami Dolphins are not good against the upper class of teams. We've seen it over and over again. They lose to the Bills. They lose to the Eagles. And now all of a sudden, because of a game where Patrick Mahomes wasn't at 100%, this is going to go, and the Dolphins beat the Patriots, who they dominate every single year, ever since Tua was named starting quarterback. No. Give me the Chiefs. I'm not overthinking this one. Laying the minus one and a half. Hey, I got nothing else to add. I agree with you. I just think this Dolphins team has not proven they can beat good football teams, especially good defenses. I think the Chiefs' defense is most underrated. It's probably the best defense they've had in a while for this team. It's not just a high-powered offense for them now. They got a defense to show for it. I think they'll shut them down. I, I, I'm, I would ride with you. Actually, I would probably take it. It's not in one of my best bets, but I, I now I'm kind of wishing it was. <laughs> but I would take that with you. Um. All right. Moving on. We're going to Lambo. Uh, the Packers favored by three at home against the Los Angeles Rams. Matthew Stafford is questionable with a thumb injury. Um, anything from this one? This is not one of my three. Um, this is interesting. How much? Like, it. This really tells you how likely Matt Stafford is going to play because I feel like if he was playing, this would definitely be like the Rams would be, definitely be favored by like at least one, one and a half, with how bad the Packers played uh, last week against Minnesota. This game yeah. does. I feel like this is a rat game. Yeah, I I just think 
the Stafford question mark with him being questionable and, you know, the spread already at minus three and whatever the honor being set at that, it seems like uh, he's not going to play. 39 and a half. I'm sorry, I meant 30, yeah. But um, it seems like he's not going to play. And even if he does, is he going to be 100%? I don't know. They already got somewhat of a banged up O-line. I don't love it. Stetson Bennett's not even healthy, is he? He's not even, he's still in the injury report, isn't he? I think yeah, I think he's still on the injury report. I know they signed a guy that I've never heard of from the from the practice squad. So yeah, so I, I'm gonna roll with the Packers. I think they need a much need to win this week. Oh, I think they're in, they're in a bit be, of a rut. It's gonna be Brett Rippin if Matt Stafford's out. Great, Rippin's gonna be in. Yeah, so I I would definitely I'm gonna roll with the Packers. I think they need they need to get back on their feet. I think it's a good week to do so. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it with them, especially home. All right, next up we go to Foxborough, where the recently tanking Washington Commanders. Taking on the New England Patriots, the Patriots, three and a half point underdogs at home, total set at 40 and a half. I don't, I don't like this game. I don't plan on tuning into this game. Uh, this game's disgusting. And especially I from mean, just a, a, from a betting standpoint, this is a trap because I don't know. I don't know how this game going to go, how this game's going to go. Commanders just completely dismantled their defense. So it really seems like I should take New England. But I've seen games where Mac Jones looks like a Pop Warner yeah. quarterback. So I don't I don't know. I really don't know where to take here. I'm going to I would steer clear. Gonna, I'm not going to take it as one of my three, but I might take the Commanders by the three and a half just because of that half point hook. I mean, if if you want to, I'm staying clear of this. This is not a game that yeah, I want to touch. This is, yeah, this is a gross game, but uh, won't be shocked if Washington wins it. But New England's just—I feel like the vibes are low in Washington. If they win this, they could definitely get that back on track. But I don't—I don't know. They, they'll still—they'll still be a frisky team if they win this anyway. Uh, next up, we go to Houston. There are three-point home favorites against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Total set at 40. Anything? I don't have a bet um, in this game. I don't, I don't got nothing I feel like this game. game could go either. I feel like this game could go either way. This is, this is one I, of those games where I, it's two very similar teams. You got to think of it from that aspect. They're two yes. sort of similar teams. Who's the better quarterback? Stroud. Stroud, Stroud, Stroud yeah. boy. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he's less established. It was a bad game. It was a bad game. It was a bad game. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't take anything here. I'm, I would steer clear from here. Maybe take the under, honestly. At 40, yeah, definitely. So Defense I, has been improved. So I would, I'm going to stay away, but the under is probably my best that I would take from here. All right. Next up, you go to Cleveland. Cleveland favored by a touchdown and a that. No, never mind. That was wrong. Uh, Cleveland favored by seven and a half total set at 37 and a half to Sean Watson returned to practice today. Uh, no Joshua Dobbs. Kyler Murray is cleared, but is likely not going to start. So they're going to settle with the rookie quarterback, Clayton tune. Not one of my three, but I'd lay the Browns. I would. Yeah. I'd maybe put my house on it. I mean, I, I don't yeah. know how this Cardinals <laughs> team is going to look with this rookie in. They're already one in seven and struggling. It's it's really hard for them to get any better. I'm I would I'm the Browns all the way. The Browns hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Uh next up, another big spread. We go to New Orleans. Uh New Orleans favored by seven and a half, total set of forty one against the Bears. I feel like I'd lay New Orleans. Yeah, Bears I'm also, on the road. I'm, I'm gonna ride well with you. home. Although that Saints offense is just so terrible. It's just that the Bears are just so terrible. Their defense so, is hurt yeah. too. Tremaine Edmonds is out. Jaquan oh, yeah, Brisker. Right. 
Terrell Smith. I, yeah, this is uh, this is this is definitely. I'm going to I'm going to New Orleans here. I'm going to take New Orleans. Right. Um, still no three from you. I'm very I uh, know where. Uh, to Baltimore. Uh, where Seattle? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Baltimore favored by five and a half. Total set of forty-two and a half. Tim, what is your best bet? I'm high on this team. I'm gonna stay hot with them. I have Mark Andrews anytime touchdown. I, I just think. Okay. Listen, this is this is gonna be a good week for them. This is this is a week where they can prove why they're a very dominant team in the NFL. I think they get it done. I think Mark Andrews stays hot. He had one last week. I think he catches one again. This guy is a red zone machine, and people seem to forget that. So I would take that anytime touchdown from him. That's my best bet from the game. I'm kind of surprised that the spread's very high after the Seahawks. You know. Fives are high in Seattle. I know San Francisco just got Chase Young, but they're first place in the NFC. They got a big win over the Browns last week. I get it. It was on a last second, uh, not necessarily a last second touchdown, but, you know, game winning touchdown by Jackson Smith and Jigba. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I... this number goes down. If it goes down, I'd lay the Ravens. But if it keeps on going up, I, I might I might go with Seattle to cover here. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't blame you. I just think, listen, they're in Baltimore. It's a very tough place to play. You know that. So, yeah. It's, right. it's, yeah we'll see. <laughs> uh, moving on, two new quarterbacks. Uh, Jared Hall and the Minnesota Vikings will take on Taylor Heineke and the Atlanta Falcons. It's about damn time they went to Taylor Heineke because, my God, Desmond Ritter is a tough watch. Uh, Atlanta favored by five and a half at home. Total set at 37 and a half. Tim, what do you think? I like Atlanta this game. I think Heineke is, uh, I think he's he's kind of proven, you know, when he was in Washington that he could show up big time when they need it. Um, I'm so tempted right now to just, just check what it looks like for a uh, Kyle Pitts touchdown. I, I oh, don't, yeah. I don't because... know if it's, if it's going to, if it's <laughs> If it's gonna be on my list, he, but if he goes off, then it was a complete Desmond Ritter issue. Like, there's, yeah, there's no question because Heineke went to his tight ends a lot in uh, in Washington. Remember Logan Thomas? Yeah, I, that's why I'm. Did he play uh, with Jordan? Keep that in mind. That's, that was a, that was a name that was uh, reminded to me the other day. Forgot about Jordan. Reed. Hell of a tight end in Washington, Vernon Davis. Yes. <laughs> Vernon Davis. He was more known for being a Niner. I know, I'm just saying. He yeah. was also there. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, moving on to Carolina. Indianapolis, two and a half road two and a half point road favorites against the Panthers. Total set at forty-four and a half. Bryce Young coming I- off of his first NFL win. What do we think? No, I can't in all good consciousness roll with this Panthers <laughs> team. Uh, I can't get behind it. I can't nothing will make me get behind this team. They could beat they could be the Chiefs, and I'd probably just be like, I, I still can't. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to roll with the Colts here. I, I'm not, it's not one of my best bets, but I do honestly like that minus two and a half spread. I think they get it done. I, I just This Carolina team is so bad. And if you actually watch them play like on all levels, they're really just pathetic defensively and offensively. So uh, I, I'm just going to roll with Indy here and see how that pans out. <laughs> um. I don't know what to think about this one. It's not one of my three. I mean, Brian Burns I, is out. Von Bell. Oh yeah. LaVisca Chenault. Yeah, but, they, they don't got yeah, anyone, fair. really. <laughs> that's fair. All right. Whatever. I'm not even going to touch it. Uh, I wouldn't either. 
It's so weird seeing Antonio Pierce in a, being a head coach in a press conference. Just just reading Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce is just makes you feel wild. old. Yeah, ma- yeah, really it makes me feel really old. Uh, and speaking of Antonio Pierce, his Las Vegas Raiders. So, do you want to know how bad the Giants are? Just just get ready for this. Yeah, the Raiders uh, go as a look ahead spot. We're three and a half point favorites for this game against the Giants. Yesterday, they fired their head coach, fired their GM, fired their <laughs> offensive coordinator, benched their starting quarterback for a rookie quarterback, and they're still favored in this game. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I, I'm ringing the bell here. Um, oh, shit. That, that, that line is just too high at 37. I have the under. I, this game should be at like 15 points. Um, this is going to be an absolute brutal showing. I don't know what they plan on implementing in right now at this time in the week. I mean, you fire your head coach on, I'm sure the paperwork was done Monday, but it's Wednesday now. You come oh, out yeah. and press. It's going to be a new scheme, I guess, a new quarterback, but it's, dude, this Giants team is just, they are off the rails banged just up right man. now. Uh, Darren Waller <laughs> is also likely out ending his uh, return to uh, Vegas. Yeah, so uh yeah, with the hamstring. I hate this game. I hate this game so much. <laughs> Just get me to April. Give me to April on draft night where <laughs> someone just just give me hope. I thrive on false hope. Just give me hope, please. It's hard to get in. Please it. god. Yeah, please god. Um next up. Here we go. Good old-fashioned NFC East matchup. The Eagles taking on the Dallas Cowboys. And guess what, Tim? You're taking the Cowboys. The bell. I'm ringing the bell. No, give me the over 46. Ooh, I do like that. I love the fact that this isn't in the 50s after what these two offenses did to, to what these two offenses did last week is insane to me. Um, game, I'm hammering the over. This is two of the best offenses in football. Cowboys have been down Trayvon Diggs. I think the Eagles are down a couple of guys on defense i could be wrong on that uh jordan davis um, is questionable so yeah last week didn't jalen carter get out too i think so yeah something like that but i'm i'm liking i'm liking the over for this one yeah it's it's hard for anybody to bet against philly at home but honestly i i, hate I can just teams so i can see the cowboys giving them plan. yeah i can see the cowboys giving a hell of a game though i'm just putting that out there yeah. i can see this being a lot closer than the I, first one was yeah, uh, they played each other this year. Didn't the Eagles smoke the Cowboys, or am I thinking of something else? I think you're thinking. Of oh, the else. Niners smoked the, smoked the Cowboys, right? Yeah, my fault. Yeah, the Niners smoked the Cowboys. Yes, my fault. Yeah, so I'm taking the over 46. Uh, Sunday night football, best game of this the week. Is prob- probably the best game of the week. Although I would say the ca- best best potential game going into the week. Although I think that Chiefs Dolphins game is going to be good. Eagles Cowboys looks pretty nice to me too. But Sunday night, bang, uh, Bills at Bengals. Bengals, one and a half point favorites at home. Total set at 48 and a half. Tim, I feel like you're going to ring the bell on this one. I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm not. I was Ooh. looking at it. Um, I, I really like this game okay. to be a nice. Sh- I, I like this to be a nice old fashioned shootout. I think this is going to be high scoring, high tempo. A lot of what we've seen from these two teams before. Um, with the injuries to the Bills defense. Leaves a little bit more room, especially over the middle, for Joe Burrow to cook up something something nice. Uh, 
I like the Bengals to win this game. I really do. I think they're on the come up. This is one of those one of those games where they, you know, they get over the hump. They prove that they're better than, you know, they started the season off of. They're better than a four and three team. I think they actually come out and, and finish this off nicely, especially with Josh Allen questionable not practicing. I feel like that's just a precaution because he was I don't think he was practicing last week. Yeah, but even any any regulation to a quarterback, I understand Joe Burrow's dealing with something, but that man got that dog in him right now, and he's been playing Dude. phenomenal. Yeah, he's been playing really well. So I like the Bengals to win this football game. They're minus two. They're playing at home. Give me the Bengals. All right. Monday Night Football. Tim. Ding, 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 ding. Jets money line, baby, at plus 130. Listen, this, they're four and three. They're playing against the Chargers, the three and four Chargers. What what have the Chargers done to prove that they're a good football team? We could go back every year and keep saying they got the tools, they got the quarterback. What they finished last year at? They, They were, what, eight and eight, eight and nine, nine and eight, whatever. They're hovering around that 500 gap. This team can't seem to get it done. They don't have a winning record this year. They've, they've struggled. They struggled to start. I understand what they, they did win last week. I understand. And I know they're dealing with somewhat of an injury, but I'm liking the Jets. I'm liking the Jets. They got three in a row. They're riding hot. Make it. They got four in a row with that Bills bye week. They're about to make it five. Give me the Jets money line all day, every day. Let's run with it. Dude. <laughs> After what you saw last week, you are riding with the Jets. Yep. <laughs> God. You know what I saw last week, Stan? Defense, they gave what, up 10 what? points. Yeah, to a third straight. Yeah, you almost <laughs> lost to a, to an undrafted quarterback that... Don't even get me started. I, I mean, I love, I love Tommy DeVito. Local kid, Don Bosco. <laughs> great guy. God bless him. But what the fuck? Local kid. This ain't Texas high school football. Get this man out of here. Bring in someone. You know, I hate to be that guy, but Carson Wentz is a free agent, and that man is a lot better of an option than what you got going on in your quarterback room right now. I just want to put that out there. And that would be great. Fair. He would have touched. That would be three of the four. He would just need to play one year in Dallas. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, I think the Chargers win this game, although the Jets win this a way that the Jets do win this game is with defense. So I'll leave it at that. All right, but listen, I, let's just, I will just leave it at that. Hypothetically, hypothetically, and this is all I have. I just want to ask you this: Jets win this week. This is just great scenario, and I'm just saying, you know, we'll we'll give. All right, Jets win this week, New England win this week, but Miami loses and Buffalo loses. How are we feeling about the Jets? We're sitting second in the AFCs. How are you really feeling logistically about the like? Like realistically about their playoff chances. Say you know all things all things go right this week. They win this week. Buffalo loses. Miami loses. You're looking at a five and three Jets, five and four Buffalo, three and six New England, whatever. And you got a six and three Miami. How are we feeling? After what Joe Douglas said last week, I'd be feeling or not last week, yesterday. I, I'd be feeling pretty good. <laughs> all right, I'll take it. I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's the first time I've had a team that's, that's really given me something. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. I just, I, if, if he comes back, that's. They got that magic right now. And the, how is he throwing the football on the field before the game? Can I just, can well, someone please explain that to leg, me? Well, it was a leg injury, not an arm injury. So now, now let me, let me, okay. <laughs> how is he three-step dropping and throwing the football on the field? All right. What, what, what do we do with these like practice three-step foot drills he's doing out there? fair 
I'm Fair not enough. I'm not saying he should come back. We both know what I think is going to happen. If he comes back the first three plays, he's going to tear his other Achilles or he's going to be done forever. I think this is a take a year off and just come back next year. I don't I don't want to risk anything. But if I like yeah, that being fair. said, if he is 100 percent by like week 13 and we're hovering around a nice second spot and I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate to come back. But I'm just, you know, just putting it out there. <laughs> All right. All right. Um that's a, it for NFL. Uh now time for some college football. The top four was revealed for the college the first college football playoff rankings. Ohio State at one, Georgia at two. Michigan 3, Florida State 4, and rounding out that 5 and 6, Washington and Oregon. Give me your thoughts. I don't like Ohio State being 1. I'll just put that out there. That's not my favorite pick. I didn't I didn't get it at first, but then I realized. I was like, okay, I, I get it. But I will say, though, if I'm Florida State, I'm pretty pissed. Yeah, I'd, I'd be pissed if I'm Florida State, too. I Also, no bias or anything, but I'd be pissed if I'm JMU. You're 8-0. You're leading the country in sacks. Well you, get know, well, you know that they're not like playoff eligible, right? Because they're still making that transition. From oh, really? D1. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. Never mind then. I'll take that back. This is I, was, like I was about to say, yeah. I was about to say, it's ridiculous that they're leaving them yeah, on where, off that. Weren't you, weren't you at the game? <laughs> I didn't even go to the game. I went to the tailgate. <laughs> oh. oh, all right. Fair. Same thing. Um, yeah, Ohio State has, according, I guess, according to the committee, it says a lot because I think that they're prepared to screw the Pac-12 over. Because I mm-hmm. feel like if they've Ohio prepared, State, they, I feel they've like been prepared to do that State, before the season started. They were prepared to do that yes. before the season started. <laughs> I feel like if Ohio State stays at that top ranking, and then they lose to, and let's say like Michigan's in that like three four area, if Ohio State loses to Michigan again this year, I'm fully prepared for like. Whoever wins that game is gonna. They're gonna. They're whoever wins that game is gonna be one, and whoever loses that game is gonna stay at three or four or whatever. If I'm Florida State, I'm pretty annoyed because you beat LSU by twenty-one. Now, granted, they're not a good team anymore. They're four and four. You beat Clemson on their home field. You get some pretty impressive wins. I know you had some sketchy losses. That Boston College loss in the beginning of the year. Duke lost. He didn't really pull away until the fourth quarter. I don't know. I feel like they got this one right. Mm. All right. I Listen, I just, the only thing, problem I had was Ohio State being one. I'd like to see Oregon move up. I, I, but here's the thing. Ohio State has, I guess they, ha- they have the most, like, two credible wins. I know the, the margin of victory, the combined margin of victory wasn't, like, big, but a win's a win. You beat Notre Dame on their home field. And then you, I know, and then you beat Penn State handily. I know they scored a couple late touchdowns at the end, Penn State, but I feel like they have the, I, I, they have the best resume as of right now. I, all right. I mean, I can't, I can't argue it. I see what you're but saying. I will say, it, Tim, Tim, I will say this. Oregon did something that I, I've never, I've never seen a team pummel Utah like that. Absolutely ridiculous. They beat they the fucking <laughs> wheels off them. I know. That win right there is crazy because if they beat Washington in the Pac-12 championship, give Washington a loss and say someone, you know, FSU, someone around that 4-3 slot, they, they take one, I could 100% see Bo Nix and this Oregon Ducks team in this top four. I uh, could see it. I'm getting excited. Because no one goes into Utah and pummels them because they prepare 
so what like they they put up a fight almost every game and the fact that like there it wasn't even a ball game it wasn't even a contest until like it, it was a game until like halfway through the second quarter like it was it was it was competitive a, it was a slaughter yeah it and was bucky Irvin had a good game the defense played well uh, landing's I, got them landing's got those boys playing man I'm liking it. He, I'm liking what's going on. Can, up if in... they can keep going with that, then we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Loaded slate of college football this week. Uh, we're going to start it off. Ohio State and our Rutgers, the new number one, the Ohio State University, taking on our precious Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Oh. <laughs> I, you know what I'm taking. <laughs> I think we all know what we're taking. I mean, Plus I 18 State. and a half. Yeah. Rutgers, it's it's it was a lock. It was a lock to begin with. All right, Rutgers is going to take it home. You know what, Stan? Am I crazy to say this? But Rutgers hands Ohio State their first loss of the year, six and two. If that <laughs> if that happens, oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll take Rutgers to cover, but oh my god, you have to. Gonna bet, gonna bet on Rutgers. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Next up we go to the Big 12. Uh number 7 Texas taking on Kansas State. This going to be a hell of a game. An, this is going to be a very good game. Uh the total is set at uh 50 and a half. Quinn Ewers still out, I believe. They're going to roll Malik Murphy and uh see what happens. I have no idea. I truly have no idea. I th- Give me Kansas State this to upset. Give me Kansas State to upset. Oh, like oh shit! I'll take Texas. I'll t- I'll take <laughs> Texas to win that one. Uh, I, although Kansas State will give them a run for their money. G- give me, give me Texas. Um. Uh, moving on to which I have to send something to Matt. He thought Matt. I never told him that we were recording. Um. Moving on to uh, the SEC. Georgia taking on Missouri. Missouri was handed their first loss uh, last week to LSU. Georgia favored by 15 and a half at home. Total is set at 54 and a half. And I'm going over. But I have Georgia winning this game. Yeah, I mean, I have Georgia winning too. It, it's And it's no knock to Missouri, but... They're Missouri football. <laughs> like, Missouri, they, they're a good. Team. No, they're a good team though. Missouri. No, Missouri, but I, I know, but but I'm just saying, Stan. It's Missouri football versus Georgia. <laughs> let's just yeah, let's pump fair, the brakes. <laughs> there. Uh, next up, we are going to go to. Here we go. We're going to Southern Cal, Washington at USC, favored by three and a, Washington favored by three and a half. You ready for this total? <laughs> you ready for this total, Tim? Is it like a hundred? Seventy-five and a half. I'd have the over. Um, I'm I, taking the over. I, I feel like you're an asshole if you take the under. God save us all, but Caleb Williams, please, for the love of God, win this football game. That <laughs> or Oregon will a hundred percent move up if they just win this football game. So please, for the life of me, it would make my life so much easier as an Oregon football. We wouldn't just have to beat them. We would we would already be ahead of them, and then beating them would move us just up. Give them further. a game. Just give just, just give them a game, and just like put the narrative out there. Yeah, just just if you're gonna lose, lose by one. Because I've seen them win like fifty to forty nine USC. So maybe pull one of those out, or maybe lose forty nine <laughs> to fifty. But just 
please. I need a good game. <laughs> he's, he's on, I've never heard you like this. Holy I'm shit. Begging and pleading. The only, <laughs> Stan, I'm telling you, this happens every year with Oregon. The only shot they have, they need Washington to lose one. They really, they before the Pac-12 championship, before the Pac-12 championship, they need them to lose one. So please, please yes. lose, lose this football game. <laughs> All right, moving on. Stay, go into the SEC once again. Ole Miss favored by three against Texas A&M. Ole Miss now the 10th team in the country. I'd hammer Ole Miss minus three. Ole Miss yeah, is hung I mean, in with some of the best teams in the country. They hung in there with Alabama. There was a shot, and then, you know, Alabama pulled away in the fourth quarter. Love Ole Miss in the spot. Give me Ole Miss. I'm with you. I like Ole Miss, too. All right, moving on to another big one. We go to Death Valley. Uh, Notre Dame taking on Clemson. Notre Dame favored by three. Total set at 45 and a half. Um, shout out to Tyler from Spartanburg, who called in the Dabo Sweeney show and brought in an all-time Dabo Sweeney rant. I, I, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my life. <laughs> um, let me just read uh, some of the quotes that he said. Uh, he mentioned how, uh, you know, every team has bad years. You know, look at, look at, he brought... <laughs> He brought up Duke's, uh, <laughs> he brought up Coach K, which I was very surprised by. I was like, get that man's name out of your mouth, you fraud. First off, <laughs> he said, he said, at other places, there's an expectation, but at Clemson, there's an appreciation. <laughs> Dude, figure it out. You guys are four and four. You 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 have you, you stink. You, your offense is pathetic. Dude. Your O line's terrible. Figure it out. You're gonna lose this week to Notre oh Dame. If they're, they're not winning. There's nothing they've shown me that they're gonna win a football game, a meaningful football game. So give me Notre Dame to win this game. Yeah. Um. I'm not gonna sit here and let you. I don't care how much money I make. You're not gonna talk to me like I'm 12 years old. If you want the job, go ahead and apply. Um. Don't overthink this one. I'm taking Notre Dame minus three. Hundo P, hundred percent. At other places, there's an expectation, but at Clemson, there's an appreciation. Just ridiculous, <laughs> insane, insane. Um, moving on to oh, this is so Oklahoma. This makes me so sad. This makes me so sad. The last bedlam until the further future, or until the until further notice. But it is a disgrace. An absolute disgrace that this game is at three thirty. Are you kidding me? This has to be. This is the the prime this time. This is, is the game. This game is this game is always at night. Always at night. And then the last one until God knows how long. God knows how long. It's at three thirty p.m. That's an insult. That's an insult to football. That's an insult to Bedlam. And that's an insult to Jesus Christ. Like, what are we doing? Three thirty for Bedlam. And you know what, Stan? It's like one of the best rivalry games out there. You know what, Stan? We're we're in Oklahoma State. We're living large. I'm riding with the Cowboys. I'm going to take Oklahoma State to win this football game at home. Okay. Um. I know. I bet on Oklahoma last week against Kansas. It was a rough loss. Although Kansas is a good football team, but I want to say bounce back spot. But I don't know. But I this like, game's kind of. I, like I, I might have. I like. I might I have think, fun and just take the over. You know, last bedlam, but I don't know. I don't. Ugh, give me Oklahoma State. Fuck it. Damn it. Love it. I love it. 
Damn it. And last but not least, game of the week. We go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama against LSU. Jalen Daniels looking to be... No, Jaden Daniels. Sorry. Jaden Daniels looking to be the first quarterback in college football to beat Nick Saban in back-to-back seasons since... Uh, is it... Who is it? Say it. Guess. Dude, I... Drew Brees. I don't know. <laughs> and I, dude, I wouldn't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Drew Brees. He beat Michigan State in back-to-back seasons. But whatever. There you go. Um, Alabama favored by three. Total set at 60 and a half. I think this is a revenge spot. Give me Bama. Yeah, I, I know the LSU is not. They're another team that's just been disappointing. So I'm going to take Bama. Yeah, uh, I'm going to roll with Bama. Okay. Let's go to the NBA. Uh, this is our first episode since the NBA premiered. I mean, we already talked NBA on the lost episode where it didn't pick up Tim's audio. So that was nice. Um, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, the Knicks get a big win over the Cavs, although that was the ugliest 20-point win I think I've ever seen from a basketball team in my life. Most makeshift um, lineup I've seen last night from them. Just weird. Just, I, I don't know. I feel like it's too early to judge on what's been happening in the NBA. Only a couple well, We're only a couple games into it, but it still looks like the, the Nuggets are the team. Oh my god! I'm such an idiot! James Harden was traded. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Oh my god. So finally he gets moved. Um the extent of the trades was what? It was Nick Batum. They moved to ha- that rap verse uh fourth yeah. quarter yelling. Fourth quarter yelling, why the fuck Batum in? <laughs> but who what was the trade? What was the full trade? So it was James Harden gets moved. They move Batum. They they somehow keep I know, every like, single Somehow the Thunder are involved in this. Uh, the Sixers acquired Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, Robert Covington, KJ Martin, multiple draft picks, and a pick swap for James Harden, PJ Tucker, and Philip Petrusev. Petrusev was then traded today to the Kings for cash considerations. Um, I think the Thunder also made their way into this deal. Yes, they did. The Clippers sent the pick swap to OKC clearing the way for OKC to move a protected 2026 first to the Sixers. The Clippers are also sending a 2024 and a 2029 second round pick to the Sixers. Yeah, I I don't know. Somehow they keep Bones Highland. They don't move yeah, anyone don't really young. They, they keep Terrence Mann, <laughs> which is ridiculous. I I don't know. They they completely just they got hard, and I it, this team in 2017 would have been electric. But can they stay healthy they, on the floor at the same the, time? They win the championship in 2015. Here's what I think: yeah. they're gonna win the they're gonna win a first round series in like five games, and it's gonna be like, oh, watch out for the Clippers, watch out for the Clippers, and then they're just gonna get dog walked by the Nuggets in the second round. Like it's, I mean, I could see it happening. That's how it's gonna go. That's how it's gonna go. Because I don't think that um, I'm yeah. not. I'm not really. Uh, I'm not really I, big on this team. Why would you? I'm want big to on this this Suns team. I am so big. I, and you know what? I I understand that like the hype around it, whatever. But Stan, you gotta understand when they're healthy, the options they have for scoring are unbelievable. Yeah, that's the thing. When they're healthy, they're not healthy right now. Bradley Beal hasn't played a game this season. Devin Booker's I understand. Already hurt. I understand. I understand. We're four games in. We're four games in. You gotta think the the guys they have coming up, like Grayson Allen, Eric Gordon, Nurkic, Oki, Wannabe. Nazir Little, 
a Kogi, sorry. <laughs> Goodwin. They dude, they have they have you know, I they like have Yuta guys Watanabe. they can put I like Yuta Watanabe. Watanabe's great. They got Bull Bull sitting out there, Kata Bates D up. And you got to think they they, they maybe they trade for a true. And Bobol did not play yesterday. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying to have him as bench rotation guys. All I'm saying is, listen, if if they can move to get a true point guard at the deadline, you're looking at a scary team with a ball dominant, not a ball dominant point guard, but a guy who can facilitate, play a little bit of defense, and just move move out to their wings. I mean, they could score on every different level if they stay healthy. They're, I don't know, they're scaring me in the West. All right. All right, uh, Knicks get a win over the Cavs last night. Um, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, so did I. But... Worst shooting performance I think I've ever seen from a basketball team. I think the Cavs made like two threes. <laughs> um, Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley still is still terrible. That's I was just such a hilarious. bad game. I, I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah. Um. It, it was like I said before. It was like the worst twenty point loss I think I've seen from a basketball team. Like this is a twenty point win I've seen from a basketball team because they were being out rebounded left and right. It was the complete one eighty from that playoff series where the Knicks was just kept on out rebounding everyone. Just, I, I, t- I don't know. Like you Bronson, look at the box score, you look I at feel the like box they score. Were, they were hell bent on playing ISO ball all game, and Brunson is of course the king at that. But Randall's still annoying the shit out of me. I don't think he'll ever not annoy the shit out of me. Just stop shooting. Like, stop trying to be a shooter. Fucking go to the basket. I, and, you know, you look at, like, you look at the... Here's my thing. My thing is, if the shot's there, take it. Like, obviously, I'm not gonna... And he's... He can hit the three every once in a while, or hit a, hit a jumper every once in a while. He's most effective when he's driving to the basket. Fucking score. Like... Yeah. It's too early I, for me to get Ajita over Julius Randle, but... I mean... I just like looking at the box scores. The Cavs took more shots. They were 39% from the field, 26% from three. You know, you flip it to the Knicks, were 44% from the field, 30% from three. Harkenstein had a hell of a game. And, you know, the rebounding narrative... They did really good off the bench. The rebounding was really only there in the first half. To finish the game, the, the Knicks had more rebounds. They had two less offensive rebounds, and they had, you know, four more defensive rebounds. The assist numbers were sort of similar. Turnovers, you know, one more than the other. It was really just the shooting. You break it down, it was the shooting. And it, and it was ugly from both teams. That's why it wasn't a good game. It was just ugly. It was ugly from both teams. There was an 11-0 run. You finished the second quarter with the Cavs, which the Knicks couldn't hit a shot. There was a four or five-minute run in the third quarter where I don't think the Cavs made a basket. So, yeah, it was just it was an ugly basketball game. It was tough to watch. I, Hopefully, it's I, different I lo- tonight. I love how we're torturing Evan Fournier. He was the only guy that didn't get minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We're we're just Let's we're just, just foul. We're, we're just torturing him at this point. We literally have a guy in the team named Charlie Brown, and he got in over. Uh, Evan, or maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Did they put? Craig did they put guys in in like the last seconds? <laughs> oh yeah, sec- Evan. Did they, oh, they Akino, Jeffries, oh, Windler, okay. oh, McBride, Sims. Oh, yeah. oh, he got it. Fournier just didn't play. <laughs> Good. Fuck him. Waste of Isaiah money. Mobley's brother, Isaiah Mobley, Evan Mobley's brother, played his first minute in the NBA, and Fournier just did not get in. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got nationally, we got national TV uh, basketball tonight. Um, I know which one it is, and I'm blanking on. Is it Pacers, Clippers Celtics? Lakers playing tonight at ten Cl- o'clock? I, I know it's Clippers Lakers, but isn't there another one? Uh, Pelicans Thunder's uh, on Pelican ESPN. Thunder. Yes, that's going to be a big one. I'm excited to watch that one. SGA. Is... Yeah, a lot of good games on tonight. 
just uh, save the date. I said this uh, on the lost episode. Save the date for Thunder Spurs games. That's Western Conference Finals for like the next like five years. So, heard it here first. Yes, heard it here first. To the NHL. The New York Rangers are the hottest team in hockey right now. God damn. Yeah, they're them and fucking Boston. I don't even want yeah, to talk about them. But I, 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 <laughs> no, not allowed. <laughs> not allowed. But yeah, uh, no let me, Rangers. Let, let me Rangers. Live, let me live in my own bubble. <laughs> Yeah, Vegas and Boston are just I they haven't even have a regulation loss yet, but Rangers are hot. They're they're definitely they're red hot. hot. They're red hot. Go when is that like I get winning four out of five on a West Coast trip, even three out of five I would take. The fact that they went five oh five and oh on that West Coast trip is utterly insane. And Artemi Panarin is playing his best hockey right now. I'm excited. I'm excited. I- I'll just leave it at that. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I love Peter Laviolette hockey. And it's yeah, like, not to be excited wow, about. It's, it's mind-blowing how you can put Alexi Lafreniere on the same line as uh, Artemi Panarin, and they look, and he looks like what he was supposed to be. <laughs> mind-blowing. Like, actually mind-blowing. 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 Yeah. Holy shit. You know what they're calling that line though? The Heedle, uh Panarin Heedle and uh, Lafreniere? What? French toast. Bruh, the French just, toast just line. Just just Bread, just call him the Panarin and then uh Heedle, heat, it makes it hot, and then you know Lafreniere is French Canadian, so French toast. Uh, this is just they're doing too much <laughs> with that one. <laughs> That's yeah, a reach. Liking... That's like Stan. Stan, you just pulled up some ESPN only guy to average. No, I'm saying you just pulled up some like ESPN graphic. Like only guy to average thirteen point four, like four point eight, <laughs> like fifty percent from three, like thirty five from the three point line. Like that's that's the kind of thing that just was. That was a reach to have. You're not. Uh... Oh my. I'm so... I'm reading some tweet. Well. The Islanders are exactly where I expected them to be, if anyone's wondering. Um, um again, too early yeah. to judge. No, four two and two. I, I honestly I eight, eight games played, I I can't really ask for anything different. Uh I like Noah Dobson leading the team in points with nine. Um big guys are coming off hot. I, I like the way they started, so I just hope they can clean up the defense a little bit and hopefully that happens when Scott Mayfield comes back, but they tighten up the ship, I think they'll be fine. They they look I'm just gonna... I know it's early. Oop. But they look better than Pittsburgh, so uh, everybody know. else in the East looks better than Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> yeah, Pittsburgh's the worst team in the East. Goaltending's pathetic there right now. Love but... the way it feels to be a hater. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Oh god, I fucking hate them. Oh, but yeah, Rangers look pretty good. Islanders look good too. I, I would like, I would like more production from Blake Wheeler. I feel like he's kind of just doing. He's a he, fatty. Like, he'll 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 come into his own. Give uh, him some time. I feel like I feel like he's kind of just there though. I, I, I don't know. He might just be. I mean, I kind of. He's thirty eight. He's like thirty eight years old. You can't really expect yeah. the most. That's fair. Um, what I will say is a team that I thought was going to be horrible, but not this horrible. The San Jose Sharks are otherworldly garbage. They are oh eight and one 
with a minus 26 goal differential to start. They have had, I think, a total of nine goals scored. There are players in the NHL. That's team-wise. I think there's players in the NHL with more than that. Who's They're coaching struggling. that team, Ted? No, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there it is. That's a Dan Quinn coach team. Fucking but they're uh, they're just they're sloppy. They're ugly. They, them Edmonton, Calgary, all, all these teams. People thought we're gonna start out. They're they're starting a little slow. But again, too way too early to judge. Oh, so yeah. give it some more time. But I, I like right. I like the way it's been played out so far. Last but not least, and then we'll go to what I saw. Cooper Flag is a Duke Blue Devil. I mean, I told you it was gonna happen. I mean, I know, I know it was gonna happen. Like, I, I just, just, to, just to say it officially, like Cooper Flag is a Duke Blue Devil. Insane. I, I knew I was sure of it. It was no surprise. I feel like the only time like a big recruit committed to Duke, and I was like shocked by it was Zion, because I everyone and their mother was saying he was gonna go to Clemson and like stay near South Carolina. That was a rumor, but Cooper Flag the I honestly, high school-wise, I think he is the best recruit. According to 24-7, he is the second, uh, like, perfect recruit. Like, 1.000, like, recruit since uh, RJ. Not even Zion was perfect. RJ was. Bron so, wasn't? Yeah. To Duke. I don't know about Bron. Oh, I thought you just meant Bron. Yeah, Bron was probably better than perfect on that meter. <laughs> Uh, I'm a glaze OD. That meter existed. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if that meter existed. Oh uh, yeah, Duke's got an exhibition tonight against uh, some school that I've never heard of in my life. UNC Pen Penboke. I don't even Hopefully know. Hopefully they win. Pembroke. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, it's not going to count. So I mean, we all saw what Still, happened. Still, you like to so. start hot. <laughs> yeah, and we all saw what happened to Louisville. So we'll see. College basketball starts Monday. Very excited. Moving on, what I saw, Tim. What do you got? What did I see this week? That was interesting. Tim, you went to. I mean, you I went, went to, to JMU. Yeah, I went to JMU. <laughs> I went to JMU to visit my girlfriend. Like that's yeah, I saw that, but that's not you know, it's not interesting to other people. Um. Right. No, there was something cool that happened. Yeah, it's like, I got to see Kilk. Got to see my buddy Kilk. That was pretty cool. <laughs> no, I don't know. Did, um, he, did he play for Team Lotto when I was coaching or no? No, no, no. He He's hung him up. He's hung him up. Oh, he, oh he, he's retired. He's retired. Yeah, he's there in the rafters. Oh, I got a new hat. Uh, there you go. Um, well, wish, my girlfriend uh, wish, got me a new hat. Could, wish we could see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really. I'll send you a picture, but I can't. I, I turn this camera on, Stan, and then this whole computer is going to blow up. So let's not do that. <laughs> Fair, fair. Oh god. Um, what did I see? Like, it's just that is that is the question, isn't it? Um, although uh, the Padres. Oh, took you know out a what? Loan. You know what? I before the other comp- uh, the other other episode. Sorry that we lost in the archive. Uh, I told the story. I played a PGA to- uh, Tour Pro Course actually the other day. Very very difficult. Go. Uh, front nine was a struggle, but I shot a 44 in the back. I'm only going to tell you that front. I don't want to talk about, so I'll just leave it at that. That's what I saw. Fair enough. Um, where is this? Oh, Jim Beheim. My, what I saw is Jim Beheim. He is hired by ESPN and it's going to be the funniest shit ever. Like 
this was also my what I saw in the last episode, but I don't care. Um, it's going to be hilarious to see him call a ra- call like one of the top teams in the ACC when they go to like Georgia Tech and they're like, Jim, you know, you play, you played in uh, oh, fuck, what's there? What's you you've played at Georgia Tech uh, before? You've coached. Uh, what what was the environment like? And Jim Beheim is straight up just going to be like, I fucking hated it. And it's just gonna be the funniest. It's gonna be the funniest shit ever. I think he's splitting uh, time, so like some days he'll be like a halftime, like the halftime booth guy, and then you know other days he'll be in the broadcast booth. Uh, sticking with college basketball, my next one I saw is Fran Fraschilla. Uh, he is a uh, college basketball analyst for ESPN, and I always, uh, I just remember watching a game once that I was betting on, and he was calling it, and he kept on bringing up about how. Uh, how like some kid on Iowa uh, on Texas had like a dead relative, and how he has guts for it and guts for being raised by a single mom, not for his play <laughs> in the basketball court. How the hell do you? <laughs> what? <laughs> it it was the most wild shit I've ever heard. But he tweeted about a uh, Kansas State uh, uh, Naquan Tomlin who was on uh, the Kansas State team last year. He was suspended indefinitely for undisclosed reasons. Fran covers a Big Twelve a lot calls a lot of Big 12 games, so he tweeted, Do not know when Kansas State's uh, Naquan Tomlin will be back, but the Wildcats have a deep front line. Not sure if he's ready, but six foot seven, 240-pound freshman Macalib Rich will be a monster soon. One reason why? He's from East St. Louis, a.k.a. one of the most dangerous parts of America. <laughs> That's uh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Will he? You know why he's going to be good? Not because of the play, his play on the court. Because he's because going of where to be, he's from. Because he's from one of the most dangerous parts in America, in East St. Louis. That's absurd. <laughs> that's just an absurd statement. Oh my god, that was awesome! I I could not stop laughing. I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past Fran. I would not have put. Put that past Fran for Shella. That was the perfect person to tweet that. Used to coach St. John's, for those who don't know. But, oh my god. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, nothing like college basketball, isn't it, Sam? Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Oh my god. Only a few more days. Only a few more days to Oregon, Georgia, and uh, whoop, whoop. USC, Kansas, USC, Kansas State. I'm big on USC this year. That's all I'll say on that. All right. Um, we're going to wrap it up or we're going to do top five or fun fact, whichever, whichever you want. What do you think? Um, I don't know. Do fun fact. I don't got any top fives on top of my head. That's fair. Uh, fun fact of the day. Hopefully the audio downloads on this one, because if not, then uh, I will be in shambles. Uh, which animal sleeps about twenty hours a day? Um, don't tell me. Don't tell me. A panda bear. Okay. No, you're close. It's a koala. koala? Ah, it yes. was one of the two. I couldn't think of it. I knew it was a koala or a panda. Damn it! A koala sleeps twenty-two hours a day. The next is the sloth. Yep, that uh, was my other guess. Who goes twenty hours? Armadillo and possums, 19 hours. A lemur, 16 hours. And then a hamster and squirrels tied at 14 hours each. Darn it. How much you want to bet that's cat? Whatever. 
Um, squirrels be up all day and night, bro. At gap half. Yeah, that's fair. And plus, I saw a possum on my campus the other day, and it was the most disgusting shit I think I've ever seen. Like that was just so disgusting. They're massive. Oh my god, they're massive. Oh god, Ugh. god. It was like a rainy day too, so it was like Ugh. ew, looked wet, gross. It's fucking disgusting. <sighs> okay, uh, that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram, X, and TikTok. Be sure to like this video, leave a comment on this video, subscribe to our YouTube, like our videos on YouTube. Be sure to follow us and rate us on Spotify. Five stars. Five stars only. We will see you guys on Tuesday. Go Texas Rangers to finish the, finish off this World Series. I believe it's at even money. They're going to win tonight. It doesn't matter. They're going to win tonight. It's over. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. All right. Peace out, guys.